my unusual fashion sense. How weird would it be if I showed up in a sweater or something? When I first started streaming, uh, I would always be wearing a, um, a, a thick um, white jumper thing. Like if you look at my profile image, um, that's what's in it. It was like an iconic jacket that I always used to wear. I don't know how I managed it. Um, I guess my house was just a lot colder. I even walked up to a Lexus dealership in a tank top and shorts. Hey, I was wearing a jumper. But you're right, I was wearing a tank top and shorts when I bought my Lexus, and that's probably why the guy didn't take me seriously initially. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know what he thought I was there for, but he was just like, oh, here's another fucking guy off the streets just looking for some air conditioning or whatever. <laughs> what did I plan to do with my degree before I streamed full time? My official degree is a Bachelor's of Social Science with a major in Psychology, but I also took criminolo Criminology courses, because you were required to take electives. And while I had a huge variety of stuff to pick from, I just picked all my electives in Criminology. What did I want to do? I just dreamed of getting some job helping people. Um, didn't really think about much more than that. I just really liked the idea of learning why people act as they do, um, what motivates behavior, and whatnot. It was just an interesting topic. I always imagined I would just end up in like the public sector somewhere doing some, um, and some some government sort of work, counseling or something, but it just didn't, didn't go down that way. My mother's foresight saved me. For those unaware, uh, I've moved my microphone off my desk. I attached it to a small side table that I no longer touch. Therefore, when I touch my desk, it'll no longer cause bumps in my microphone. It's actually funny because I was gonna chuck out this small little drawer thing that I have here. And my mother's like, why are you throwing it out for? It's a perfectly fine set of drawers. And I'm like, I don't need, like, what am I going to need these for? Like, oh, you might need it. I might need it. You better keep hold of it. I'm like, all right, fine. And since that day, I've used it for like four different purposes. I've been sitting there like, oh man, I need, I need something to hold this stand. I mean, oh, that drawer thing that my mother forced me to keep and then I'd use it and like four separate times. I've had it for years, and I've had no purpose for it, but just four or seven times since my mother told me not to check it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure she'll get a kick out of that. Am I trying to get world records again? Uh, I, I will just continue to improve, and if I feel like I'm within the domain of um, being able to get world record, I'll go for it, but it's not super likely. Like, I got a lot of other stuff to do. But I mean, so does everyone else, right? It's funny, because in ages past, I had an advantage because I could do runs all day, every day. And like Torx and Dutess had other stuff in their lives that they had to do. But now, because of my commitments with all my content and stuff, I have other stuff I need to do as well. So even though I do do this for a living, I don't necessarily have an advantage over other people because the actual amount of, you know, runs that I can do is about the same or maybe a little bit less than other people. But I suppose like, if I was really keen to get world record, I could do nothing else but run this. But uh, I have other interests and things I want to achieve as well. Like I'd be happy just to be even somewhat within the do within the domain of competitive within six months. But <laughs> I mean, even that I feel is uh, asking for a bit much. People are really good these days, man. It's uh, it's lovely to see. YouTube basing my World of Warcraft nostalgia, the fucking cruelty of YouTube chat. They recommend me a fucking World of Warcraft video from the starting area. Man, the nostalgia right here is insane. My childhood, man, was in this game. 
farming these fucking wolves and shit and killing Kodos and because I played a Tauren shaman. I remember all this shit, man. And I know it's not like going back to play WoW would rekindle that feeling. The game sucks. But that simple joy of farming mobs or whatever. Doing simple achievements, man. Not knowing how much of a waste of time it was. Just being perfectly happy. Just dropping my little totems and shit. I don't get nostalgia for much, but the early days of WoW. Feel that right now. I'm an old ass man, bro. Yeah. Yeah. But the good thing is, I will look fairly young for a very long time. Because apparently, 80 to 90% of the signs of aging come from the sun. The amount of sun you get. Motherfucker, I don't get much sun. I'm gonna be 60 still looking 40. Hell yeah. Nah, but I'm fucking myself with uh, my sleep being bad. And my diet being bad. I gotta fix that shit. GTA 5 No Damage Season 2. Is there ever going to be an Oko Season 2? I doubt it, which is a shame because the rad is so good. You never know, one day I might go back to it for the hell of it. I mean, if GTA 6 isn't out, you know, three years from now, maybe I'll do another one. People disappearing from the internet. When a person disappears from the internet, you always get concerned that something's happened. Like, on some level, if I just got hit by a bus and died, like, you guys would never know. And that's why I think about whenever anyone disappears, it's just like, something's happened, and just there's no one to tell us. Please don't get hit by a bus. Unless a bus crashes through my house and kills me while I'm sitting here doing speedruns, it's not gonna happen. Needing to know Adobe Premiere as a professional editor. Me, v Vander, uh, yes. Uh, people have to have Adobe Premiere to edit for me. I'm not sure if this is the case with most other places that you'd work. Certainly, in some enterprise sort of situations, there is a necessity for multiple people to work on the same project, and therefore they do need to all know how to use the same editing software. But I'm not sure if that's the case with most content creators. I think most content creators are just like, here is footage, you make video, you render it, you send it to me, and then I upload it on my YouTube channel. I am not that way. I am much more hands-on. Adobe is mandatory in the film sector. That is what I've heard. Um, from like listening to people like Linus and stuff. What audio filters do I use on stream? An equalizer? No. I'm, I'm not even really sure what an equalizer does. Oh, EQ! Oh! I have- I so rarely hear someone say equalizer. Everyone just says EQ. No, I uh... I've occasionally experimented with a low pass or um... High pass filters in some cases. There was a time where I was trying out an EQ, but it just never made it sound better to me. Like, it would make things... Like, I just like the more natural sound to my voice. It, even when I'm having, a, I'm having a compressor and a limiter, it changes my voice in a way that I don't particularly like, but I have to do it by necessity or I start peaking. So, no, I don't use an EQ currently. I have experimented with them, but they've just never really satisfied me. Since when do I play Teamfight Tactics? Since when do you play Teamfight Tactics? So, between 2015 and 2018, I would occasionally play League of Legends on stream. I'm talking like maybe 50 hours over the course of the year. So just every once in a while, I play like one game. During 2019, I played Teamfight Tactics. because I think that's when it came out. And I played it like as a 
my side game kind of thing. I can't remember how good I was at it, but recently I saw someone else playing Teamfight Tactics. I think Connor, Sea uh, Dog VA, and I was like, "Oh, I haven't played the game of goddamn ages," and I really did enjoy it. Uh, I'm gonna have a go at it, and then I struggled to find how to get back into my account, but I did eventually manage. So, I used to be a league player. I played a little bit of league. I was a Dota one and Heroes of New Earth player when I was younger. See, I'm so bad at the game right now. I used to be pretty decent, you know. Back in the day, in the time before time. But I can't think quickly anymore, because I, uh... Everything's just so different. Even the champions do different things compared to, uh, when I used to play. TikTok is full of cringe. TikTok's so full of cringe, though. You just keep thinking that. Honestly? I prefer people to stay on YouTube, so, uh, I guess I should not advertise that that isn't true. Am I interested in fighting sports? Am I a UFC fight fan? Uh, no. Conceptually, I'm like, that is something that I never see in my life. Like, people fucking going at it, fighting in any capacity. I think it'd be very interesting to, like, in person, see some sort of a fight like that. I think I think it would just be an interesting experience. But, no, it's not something I'm interested in. Are there more doors or wheels in the world? Are there more wheels or doors in the world? Yeah, very stupid question. It all depends on, like, what you're defining as a wheel and what you're defining as a door. You know? Tapping into the wisdom of the crowd. The ability to have a huge amount of people with a wide variety of skills and knowledge is just so cool. You know, it's like one of the best perks of this job. There are people out there who always know a guy that can help with anything. I don't have that. But because of how many people I reach, there's always a guy that knows me. I may not know a guy, but a guy knows me for any issue that I seem to have. And that's a great thing. Yes, chat is big brain. Collectively, you guys, just the amount of things that you know that I wish I knew is just not fathomable, you know? It is just the case that everyone out there knows something that you wish you knew. And it's just until you can reach so many people, you you're limited in your ability to access other people's knowledge. The wisdom of the crowd. TikTok baiting me with music. You know what sucks? When you're on TikTok and you hear like a song and you're like, oh, that song sounds fucking like a banger. Let's, let's grab that. And I go to Spotify, grab the song. And then like only that one small part of the song is actually good. And the rest of the song is shit. It's just like, oh, dang. Either that or when TikTok has like a banging remix of a song. I'm like, oh, I gotta, gotta grab this. And they go to Spotify, and the song without the remix sounds way worse. Some streamers have it really easy. As far as streaming is concerned, if you can just wake up every day and just like play CSGO or something, uh, and be successful doing that, and people want to watch that, that is like the easiest thing in the world. Or the easiest kind of streaming thing you can do. When you have to think of like a new game to play every day, you have to learn new stuff and blah blah blah. It, it adds complexity to stream that doesn't necessarily need to be there. Like what I'm doing right now is as close to just playing a game off stream as I can do. And I'm just chilling. But uh, obviously most people wouldn't watch me do this. Like my, my viewership will drop down to like 400. You know? I'm not trying to be entertaining. Soda tier list. You know I don't like vanilla coke. I like Pepsi Max. What about other sodas? 
All other sodas that aren't Coke or Pepsi are mid. That is actually my position, as in like, you give me some other soda, I won't complain. I'll be like, yeah, yeah. It's... Maybe on rare occasions, I might have a glass or whatever as a change of pace, but none of them match up to Coke or Pepsi. Oh, except Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is just bad. That shit tastes like medicine. What is wrong with people? And obviously the variations of Coke and Pepsi, where they have like cherry and vanilla and stuff, those are garbage. So it's Coke and Pepsi, all other soft drinks, Dr. Pepper, vanilla Coke, and cherry Coke and all that shit. I have spoken. So this is how it be. What did Rockstar do for me? I had this comment again. Over the course of my life, criticizing Rockstar for the horrendously garbage shit that they do. There's always some asshole who pops up and says, Um, they made your career, so you can't complain. I always say to them, every time, name a single thing that Rockstar would have done differently if I didn't exist. And there is nothing. Rockstar would have done everything they did exactly as they did, regardless of whether or not I exist, existed. And that's because they made absolutely no effort to give me a career. They had no consideration for me at all in anything they ever did, and therefore they're deserving of no credit. It's like dung beetles should be thankful for cows for shitting. But of course, cows have no ability not to shit. They would shit irrespective of whether or not dung beetles existed. Like, ants should be thankful to people who litter their sandwiches at the park. The people aren't littering sandwiches with consideration for the ants. They would have done exactly as they did, irrespective of whether or not the ants existed. And that's the same way with Rockstar. Rockstar has done absolutely nothing for anyone's benefit, except their own benefit. They are 100% self-interested. If tomorrow they believed that crushing me under like a rock, a boulder, was in their best interest, they'd do it tomorrow. On the flip side of that, due to their lack of consideration of me, over the course of their history, they've done endless things that have done nothing but disadvantage me. If they had even the tiniest of considerations for my well-being, they would have changed endless things about the way they practice. Not just my well-being, but generally content creators in general. Rockstar has the most hands-off approach to content creation that exists of any company. Like, you appreciate things, you give credit to things, when that thing is actively worked to achieve an end. Rockstar has at no point actively works to help me in my career, to benefit me in any capacity, and therefore, of course, they deserve fucking nothing. Addicted to the feeling of completing a goal. I have a problem, chat, where I much prefer to complete smaller tasks, even if they're less important. I'm like addicted to the feeling of progressing and completing a goal, and so I will go for the easiest goals, you know? Viewer asks how they can succeed on YouTube. You don't have any following on your main channel. I don't really upload there anymore, but I enjoy posting random clips. I mean, I don't I don't think just uploading random clips is a good way to get noticed if you aren't. And I, I, don't, I don't understand how to answer that question. It's like you've already set yourself up to fail and you're like, how do I succeed despite setting myself up to fail? Matt, I want to upload the lowest effort content possible and not upload to my main channel. How can I still succeed? Pro tip for a happy life. Here's a hot tip for you, chat. Hot tip. Don't wake up after sleeping for eight hours, eat a fuck ton of McDonald's, and then go back to sleep. There's a terrible tactical decision, and it will bite you in the ass. Because that's what I just did. I slept for four more hours. And boy, do I feel like shit. Little less tired. Equally like shit 
but now for seemingly less tired reasons. Oh boy. May you not eat Maccas at all? Look, you be your genius ideas here. McDonald's employee loves onions. From McDonald's, I ordered a double quarter pounder with extra pickles and no onion. And what they sent me was a normal quarter pounder with fuck tons of onion. Someone took offense at my no onion extra pickles double quarter pounder order. They stopped making my burger midway in order to put a whole onion on it as if the mere suggestion that onion is bad is an insult to their entire family line. It was cold and so I, I mean I removed the onion and the burger tastes like shit. I just don't understand society's obsession with onions. I don't get it. It's like 50% of people passionately hate onions, but restaurants keep putting onion on everything. The amount of onion I like is the amount that's so small and tiny that you can't even perceive it. Or taste it. Or feel it. Delivery drivers ruin my sleeping pattern. I was having a TV delivered yesterday, chat. And so that I look, we're gonna come between 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. And I'm like, oh no, my sleeping pattern's terrible right now. I'm going to bed at like 10 a.m. I guess I have to stay awake, but don't worry. They might come at 8 a.m. and I'll be fine. They didn't come at 8 a.m. chat. They didn't come at 9 a.m. Didn't come at 10 a.m. Didn't come at 11 a.m. And I'm feeling really fucking tired. I'm like, stay awake. Ah! Didn't come at lunchtime. Didn't come at 1 p.m. I'm, I'm checking my phone like, I'm fifth in line? What does that mean? 2 p.m. No. 3 p.m. No. They came at 3.30. There was an eight-hour window. And they came at the very end of it. And I'm like, I, like they, I, they pushed the... TV in my house, and I'm like, I'm not even gonna unbox this. <laughs> I just go to sleep. And I had maybe five and a half hours sleep or something. Because I was just, I know, like, I was so tired that I couldn't even sleep, you know? The value of spoilers for media. Wonder what you think about spoilers in movies. For me personally, I don't care because it's not about how the movie ends or something, rather, how it led to the breaking point or whatever. But really, spoilers don't ruin it for me. We talked about spoilers before. There have been studies of spoilers specifically that have found that they don't necessarily ruin people's experience of movies. And in some cases, they improve people's experience. But ultimately, it depends on the person and it depends on what the media is. I can totally see how some movies wouldn't be ruined if you knew the twist. And in some cases, you'd be like, oh, so this is going to lead up to this on. Oh, you'd, you'd gain some enjoyment out of that. But some people enjoy it. Some people don't. Me personally, I prefer going into stuff completely blind. I like to be as ignorant as possible. Even while acknowledging that for some media, I think knowing the ending beforehand would probably help me. But I have no way of knowing that beforehand. So in general, I try to be completely ignorant as possible. Like as I've said, for Red Dead 2, I think if I knew the ending, and I knew that it was going somewhere, I would be much more willing to uh, deal with some of the slog. Because like, well, this is building up to something, and... You know, I wouldn't see things as insignificant bullshit that I'm being forced to go through. I'd be like, oh, this is actually leading up to this, and this is why this is here. Oh, that's good, you know. Um, it would contextualize things so that I wouldn't, I, I would understand everything's purpose and not um, be dismissive of it, you know. But I don't, I don't, as I say, I don't know if that applies to everything, but I can see how in Red Dead 2 that would have put a help me. Be sure to like and subscribe. Also leave a comment if you have something on your mind. My feed gives them to me from all over my channel. It doesn't matter how old the video is. I wish you all the best.